Hi there. Welcome to another episode of Around the Emirates with Sarah Musa. I am here with Amy. Nice to meet you, Amy. Nice. <laughs> so Amy is the founder of Beauty or Project Beauty, which is an e-commerce website that has a bunch of really cool products, eco-friendly, healthy products that are good for you, good for your skin. Amy, please tell me the story of how you started Project Beauty and where this came from. Okay, how I started it and where I am today are very different. Today I'm exhausted. When I first started it, I was I was full of the joys of spring, um, which anyone on an entrepreneurial journey I think would would resonate with. Um, ultimately, Project Beauty um, is a entirely well-being um, and beauty-led e-com site. Um, but we are a business that has a really solid purpose, um, and that purpose is a obviously not only to educate. But B, we are a completely conscious business, which means we try to do the right thing from A to Z, um, mm-hmm. not just in the way we think, but in the brands that we work with, the partners that we do things with, the supply chain that we operate. Um, we try to tick every possible box um, and make sure that we're operating with our why before we are anything. Um, we have what we call a triple threat bottom line. So we're about the people and the planet and then the profit comes last. Um, and ultimately, yeah, today we are, um, we're 12 weeks old, officially, since we like, yeah, 12 weeks old, um, we have just shy of 100 brands, um, and that's 100 brands from all around the world, um, so we, we, we heavily support homegrown, but obviously we have brands from the US, Europe, so on and so forth, um, and they're a combination of essentially five verticals, so skincare, hair, makeup, well-being, um, mums and babies, and indeed men's. Um, and oh, then, really? Yeah, so we have we have a combination of them all. Um, and then each one really has an attribute. So we are halal, vegan, sustainable, organic, and clean. Um, and every, thank you, thank you. It took a while to curate, but you'll be surprised how many brands are out there that actually tick those boxes. Um, and ultimately, in order to be on the site, you must be two out of our five attributes. So cruelty-free is an absolute non-negotiable. We don't take any product that tests on animals. So you can jump on the site, safe in the knowledge that absolutely everything is cruelty-free. And then a brand must be either, let's say, for example, vegan and halal, or vegan and clean, or halal and sustainable. So in order for Mm -hmm. us to even entertain that initial conversation, they have to essentially tick two out of the five boxes. Interesting. Okay, I like the fact that you like have set that bar for yourself specifically so that, you know, if if anyone tries to kind of cut corners or tries to find loopholes, it's like, nope, this is my business. This is how I want to run it. Okay, so go on. Sorry to interrupt you. It's funny you say that because I think the other thing that I, I it's really important I stress is there's a lot of sites here in the Middle East that you know, state that they are one thing or another. The one mm-hmm. thing, whilst I can't talk for other sites, the one thing that I think is really important people know about Project Beauty is if we are telling you something is vegan or we're telling you it's halal or it's organic, we have had that municipality certification. So we register every single product that comes onto the site, which means that if somebody, for example, says they are halal, they must prove their halal certification. If somebody says that they are clean, then they must prove in their ingredients list that there's no parabens, no sulfates. So we don't come to market and claim anything that we have not proven and subsequently municipality has agreed with us and therefore we've come out and said, yep, this brand is 100% vegan or it's 100% halal. And I think that that is a major USP between Project Beauty and your other e-com sites. 100%, I mean, I couldn't agree with you more. I think it's, it's, it's already hard enough for, I mean, I speak for myself and my friends, it's hard enough to find a product that's 
cruelty free, let alone vegan, let alone halal. Like you've literally checked every single box for all kinds of cultures, ethnicities, religions. So that's something that that's, that's a very um, unique aspect to your product. Um, but I want to touch on the fact that, of course, um, you know, this episode is also in honor of uh, World Mental Health Day. And um, I know that your project is called B-U-T, spelled B-Y-O-U-T, right? I want to know, where did the inspiration for the U part um, in the name come from? Um, I mean, I've been here 20 years. Um, This is not my, this is not my first business. Um, I was actually, I'm actually from the music industry. um, So I'm 20 plus years, yeah, in hip hop and and live tour management and absolutely nothing. (laughs) And um, and nothing, you can't see, but I have a collection of hip hop posters over here. Um, A really big collection of, um, I've spent a long, long time in the music industry. Um, And a couple of years ago, um, unfortunately, had a significant fallout with a prior investor um, that, that just went south. Um, and whilst I have no no desire to go down that track, ultimately it massively affected my mental health. Um, mm-hmm. And I think I very quickly went from riding high and touring with Drake and doing all these really cool things to ultimately just feeling like I had no purpose. I ultimately I had joined the mon- music industry very young. That was you know that was my purpose. That was who I was. That was my very identity. And then all of a sudden I didn't have that anymore. And I just did not know which way was up. I didn't want to get out of bed. I didn't want to, you know, if somebody said, what do you do? I had no answer. Um, And I just lost myself. I I lost myself for a good kind of 18 months. And I don't think enough people talk about that. There's so many people that say, oh, you know, you have to hustle and you have to stay late and you have to work hard and not sleep and have 10 jobs on the go and raise millions in investment. That's all cool, but if you don't have your sanity, how do you execute any of that? So I think just between having that experience of my own, um, in the middle of all of that, my dad was diagnosed with, with significant cancer, which I think threw my whole family into disarray, which then kind of tipped me over the edge even further. Um, and I think it was only when I really stopped to kind of think, you know, what what's important? What are the priorities in life? Mm-hmm. I realized that ultimately it starts with me. And if you want to go out into the world and wear a beautiful red lipstick power to you but ultimately if when you take that red lipstick off you yourself don't feel happy with yourself or comfortable in your skin or able to start almost right so it was kind of the idea of project beauty was kind of bringing back the ownership of the word beauty and reminding you you that you are your superpower you are what makes you beautiful forget the red lipstick forget the skincare forget they're all great add-ons but if you yourself don't feel great it's completely irrelevant so that was kind of the inspiration behind making sure we always drew the messaging back to what works for you how are you feeling um let's start there before we start worrying about what lipstick you're wearing or how good your eyebrow is etc cetera, etc cetera. you know you actually raised a very interesting point because i mean there's always uh you know social media there's filters there's people who are trying to like make themselves appear to be uh you know supposedly more attractive or more interesting than um, their day-to-day lives but to have that inner self-confidence and that inner self-love, that's the first step to actually showing people, you know what, I'm comfortable in my skin. And part of the comfort of, of, of being happy and being, you know, having that self-love is feeling confident with the products that you use. So if you feel like not only am I, you know, I'm, I'm using a, a moisturizer for my face, for example, I'm also not harming anybody in the process. So I'm proudly wearing this, knowing that, you know what, I feel great. And I'm also not negatively harming the the environment, which is amazing. I think also it even goes further than that. I think since 
particularly since COVID has happened, I think now more than ever, the consumer has the power to make the decision. The consumer has the power to, to ultimately determine whether a brand does well or not. And I think mm -hmm. that people now, they want to spend their dollar with businesses that stand for something. They want to spend their money with a brand that, you know, is doing their bit for the world, is doing their bit for sustainability, is doing their bit for the planet, has a why, has a great CSR strategy, is ethically sourcing their ingredients, has a warehouse that, you know, that filters correctly. There's so many boxes that people want to tick, but like you said, it's so much more than just knowing, okay, I have a great skincare brand, but if I'm wearing a skincare brand that I know the founder has a great story, she donates 5% of her profits to said charity, her packaging is eco-friendly, she's mm -hmm. tried to support homegrown businesses, I automatically all feel so much better. So like you said, it ties into the mental health the whole way through from, from making that decision to how you feel when you go out to then feeling empowered to use said product. And it's funny, somebody asked me the other day, you know, what's the one goal? What's the one thing that Project Beauty does that someone else doesn't? And I said, mm -hmm. it's honest. We're honest. We come to the market and we are, yeah, we're honest. And, it, and it's important because I think that in the beauty industry, exactly like you just said, there's so much over filtering. There's so many disingenuous influencers who are, you know, they're all black one day, all white the next. They mm -hmm. are no animal cruelty and then the next day they're using a brand that tests on animals and as consumers we're so confused by everything and i mean i just logged into this call with you and the first the first thing the platform asked me was did i want to add a filter you know and if that's you know so that my screen doesn't look and i rest my case how how do we you know it's hard enough for women already before i've even gotten a call with you the, the program itself is asking me if i want to add a filter so, That's you know, really... if you just be honest with people, you'll see all the imagery in our how-to videos. We use untouched imagery. We use real people. We specifically looked for all the ethnicities. We looked for acne. We looked for cellulite. We looked for people with pigmentation. We looked for people with Afro hair. We've tried to show that, hey, everybody's out there and we are all as cliched as it sounds, as gorgeous as each other. Um, so let's worry less about the filters and everything else. Comparison is the thief of joy, right? So if we all sit mm -hmm. there comparing mm -hmm. each other, none of us are ever going to be happy. No, I couldn't agree more. And the fact that you have even been able to list off the top of your head the different kind of target audiences and demographics that you target, that just shows how like invested you are from a personal standpoint, how you have not just created this for the sake of creating a business, but it's the sake of like what, at, at, what can I as a consumer do or um, what kind of a different experience can I can I see? Because at the end of the day, you're you're the consumer as well, right? Like you're the one that goes into like you know Sephora or whatever makeup shops or whatever you know stores, and you think, well, why can't I find X type of brand or X type of treatment just because I look or have X type of you know situation that I'm that I'm dealing with? So that's a very good point. Um, is there any kind of uh, like customer feedback that you ever got that you didn't expect or something that was like out of the blue and you're like what like I didn't even think about that <laughs> yeah I wasn't to be perfectly honest as much as I mean when I came to the market people were like don't worry about men like men shouldn't even be on your radar yet worry about men in a couple of years men aren't interested and I and I felt really passionately that people weren't giving this a shot and and remember you know I've just raised a round of investment and of course you know you're, you're, you're presenting to a board and they felt very clearly that I should just go after women or I should just go after moms. And I said, I think you've hugely misunderestimated that in this day and age, men are just as worried about their skincare or what's going on onto their skin. Um, really? So it's been a kind of, hugely. So it's been a kind of tick to myself because actually of all the articles that we run, of all the contents that we run, the one that keeps leading the way is the one about men's 
men's skincare, men's no well-being. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, swiftly followed by those confrontational articles. Um, you'll see on Project Beauty, we have an uh, we have an on-site magazine, and we decided that we would talk about the things that no one else would talk about. Um, so I'm doing an IVF round. I talk very openly about it. Um, I have endometriosis. I talk very openly about it. We've had people come onto the site who've um, had miscarriage. We've had people come onto the site with vaginal dryness. All these subjects that people don't want to talk about, they've written to us anonymously. We've built a magazine out of it. And subsequently, our average read time on the site is like eight and a half minutes on one article, which just goes to show that when you talk about those topics that you know people want to talk about, but don't necessarily feel there's a space to talk about it, it makes a massive difference. So between the men and just being able to hit those hard hitting topics that we know exist, but people feel ashamed for talking about has definitely been a like, yes, we're heading in the right direction. No, that's incredible. I think the fact that you just said, um, like what you just talked about for me, that's one of the reasons why I even started this podcast, right? Because it's like a platform for raising awareness for these types of issues and making sure that people like we are callous for these conversations. Um, so what would you say is a piece of advice for um, uh, women who are trying to start a business or something that's a little bit, you know, out of the ordinary and are, might be struggling at first? Um, I think you have to get comfortable with being lonely, um, which I know probably sounds like a really dramatic statement. Um, I'm married. I have a great friendship group, but I genuinely can't tell you and I get goosebumps when I think about it. I genuinely can't tell you the last time that I just got dressed as a girlfriend and went for dinner and wasn't worrying about my phone or an email that wasn't answered or an order in the warehouse that maybe hadn't gone out. So I'd say over the last probably 12 to 18 months, of course I have friends and I have family, but actually it's quite lonely because you yeah. know there's you going to those things because you're not present. And I always mm -hmm. say there's nothing worse than being in a room than someone who isn't present. So in the end, you either stop going or they stop asking you, not because there's no love there anymore or there's not a friendship, it's because they know you're focused on something else. So you have to get comfortable with being lonely. You have to get comfortable with being on your own time, doing your own thing constantly when everyone else is out having fun and doing other bits and pieces. It's cold, it can be dark, they can be long hours. But if you are so driven by determination like I am and that I think by having such a huge passion and a cause, mm -hmm. I, I'm okay with being lonely because I know the outcome is a great one worldwide. So that would definitely be my first one. I think, like I said earlier, we glorify the entrepreneurial journey. And yeah, it's great when you get there and you get your exit and so on and so forth. But there's a yeah. long way to go before you get there. So you have to be prepared to make those sacrifices. Um, and that would definitely be the one thing that I would say to people. Just get comfortable with being lonely. That's incredible. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story and for being on the show. Sure. I really appreciate it. Thank you for uh, having me. And kudos okay. to you. I mean, Project, Project Beauty is all about women going out there and changing the game and doing things differently. So go you. I'm, I'm fully on board. Um, it thank takes another woman to go out and give other people a platform. So, you know, I'm, I'm as another woman, I'm proud of you for doing it. I really appreciate that. And you guys can check out Project Beauty on Instagram. They also have their own website. So have a look and see what products would be suitable for you. And I will see you next time. Bye. Thank you.